Welcome to Steel Hard. Hey, Hamilton here. How you doing? Cooler ghost here. Cooler ghost. The regular ghost. ghost is gone. Yeah, I've noticed that. You've got better glasses on. Well, I don't know what happened to my regular glasses. See, what like happened it. is I was about to go out and try out this new pair of, like, spy glasses I got my hands on. Yeah. Like, glasses with a camera in it. I mean, out of force of habit, I went and I grabbed my old glasses and was about to write, go out the door put on the new spy glasses. I was like, wait a minute, I already got two pairs of glasses on. So I took off my old glasses, which is what I usually use with this mask, put them down somewhere, and I haven't seen them since. So you lost something, too. Well, I would say lost, you know. It's somewhere by the door. It's, it's somewhere by the door. Well, I, I can honestly say that uh, it's been an interesting... We, we, we do this almost every fucking week. We say how interesting and how difficult the freaking week was. Like, I mean, is there any freaking damn week that we've, like, just... It, it would be nice to be able to come here at some time and address everybody and say, Yeah, this is a we week... We had the most boring as fuck. We man. had a boring week. We did fuck all. Okay? I mean... I, I think what happens is it's just kind of normal and commonplace for us that we get into chaos and that we have stuff going on, etc., etc. And we get here, we sit down, and then it occurs to us that normal people don't have this much level of fucking bullshit going on in their lives. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. It's true. Um, so... Do we start off with politics? Do we go to business? Do we discuss something personal? Like, I mean, we, we, we have absolutely no fucking game plan for this podcast. In the world of politics, a lot of bullshit happened. I mean, a lot of fucking bullshit has been going on. Well, uh, let's be honest, okay? They're all freaking crackheads. Yeah, I think we should get to that in a, in a bit. And, and in the world of business, I mean, you know, I... Got a few anecdotes, some crap that's going on, crap that wouldn't happen and whatnot. Personal. I had a little bit of drama this week, as you know. So, I'll let you pick. What should we start off with? Uh, well, we could go with your personal drama if you want. My personal drama. Okay, let's see if I could discuss the personal shit bullshit that happened with me this week. And then somehow make that relevant and current to what's going on. Okay? And I don't think it's going to be all that hard. Alright. I lost my fucking car keys. Right? And if you think that's not a fucking nightmare in this day and age. Like, I mean, if this was night... Let's put it this way. If this was any period of time... Pre-1990, losing your car keys isn't that big of a fucking deal. After the 90s, we started getting into a lot of bullshit with the fucking cars. So losing your car keys is a lot of fucking... It's a big fucking nightmare. So the nearest I can figure, you see, on my kitchen cupboard, I got a hook, and I'm a creature of habit. I tend to put all of my keys and so forth on the hook as soon as i come in the door there's my keys they get put away and whatnot and i don't have to worry about it but you see on the floor underneath the hook is also my freaking kitchen garbage can and the closest that i can figure is that my keys must have somehow fell off the freaking damn hook and ended up in the garbage can and i threw them out now here's where the fucking nightmare begins i discovered my keys to my car are missing Okay. Uh, Step eight. Tear apart your entire apartment looking for them. Oh, retake. I'm not in an apartment. 
It's an office. We gotta watch what we say. All right. I mean, for that matter, I think you've already made bullshit up about your car, so I think you should probably just skip over the entire car issue then. No, I haven't. Just sit back and relax, okay? And you're gonna have to speak up. Your mask is muffling you. All right. Welcome to Steel Hard. I'm Hamilton. And I'm the cooler version of Ghost. Yeah, I've noticed that. You're looking a lot cooler than you normally do. It's the glasses. They just totally fucking suit you at this point. These are actually really shitty glasses, but they, yeah, but they, for the they pod, look fancy. But for the video here, they look really freaking fancy. So you got a story behind why you get better glasses, or is it just uh I misplaced my regular pair. Misplaced. I was going out, just going to try a new pair of like spy glasses, like glasses with a camera in them. But out of habit, I put on the old pair, and when I was about to go out the door, wait a minute, two pairs of glasses here. Pull off the old pair, put it down, and... You've it should be somewhere by the door, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. You've lost your glasses. And you should watch when you're thumping your hand on the on the desk near the microphone. We're probably making people jump 50 feet in the air back there each time. Or at least when they watch the video. Well, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week personally. It's been a business busy week in the politics. And it's been a busy week for business and a little bit of stuff going on in porn, too. So, uh, I don't know. Which one do you want to address first? Let's go with personal shit. Personal bullshit. All right. Well, as you know about your glasses, which ain't that really big of a deal, what actually was a big no, deal... No, $2 pair of glasses. <laughs> you know what occurred to me is we... we, we Start these freaking podcasts off, and it's almost every freaking time we say the same fucking thing. Oh, what a week we had, right? And, you know, I think it's what happens to us. This is fucking normal for us that we have chaos going on. I mean, we're pornographers, okay? I mean, we, we tell people to come and show up on our set, and we stick foreign objects in their bodies. You know, or uh, whatever. I mean, you know, it's... Needless to say, it's... We're an it, odd bunch. Yeah, we're, we're not a normal group of people to begin with. And we don't deal with normal people because let's be just downright honest, okay? Normal people are born? Normal people don't show up and say, Hey, I want to suck your dick and I want you to pay me 50 bucks for it, you know? You, you get my point? Yeah. Uh, and I think what happens is, is we come here and we sit down and it occurs to us just literally like 10 minutes or so before we we start filming this just that how messy of a week we've had yeah compared to other people like i mean i think uh, i think uh, what i'd like to see one day is us to show up and and to do this freaking thing and just simply say so this week absolutely fuck all went on good news everyone there's no news this week see you next week it, well, jeez, wouldn't that be something else? Okay, but, <laughs> that would be one hell of a podcast, right? Yeah, it would be well, one hell of a thirty-second podcast. From my point of view, it would be well, we put it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I, I got ADHD. Oh look, it's going on. Yeah, they literally we'd be able to get out the hey, nothing happened this week, and they'd be like, oh look, a squirrel. It'd be gone, right? You know. Okay. My personal bullshit this week. I lost my fucking car keys. Okay? No, a squirrel did not steal them. No, squirrels did not steal my car keys. And if you think that that's not fucking chaos, okay, you got another thing coming, okay? I mean, it's fucking insane when you lose your car keys 
in the year 2023. In fact, I think it's probably safe to say the insanity... It's been that way since early 2015? I, I think longer than that. I think we're going back 20, 25 years, and the reason why it's a fucking nightmare now is because of fucking technology. You see, and the vast majority of cars, what they do is they get your freaking car key and they put a microchip inside of it, okay? This is what happens when you lose your fucking car keys, okay? That microchip, if you don't have, it doesn't matter if you got the key cut and it's the exact same make, if it doesn't have that fucking microchip and if it's not programmed specifically to your fucking car, okay? It will not start your fucking car. It's that simple. And if you want to be able to start your fucking car with a key that has no microchip in it, you better know something about how to fucking rewire disabled devices. I mean, it's, it's a fucking nightmare to do it yourself, okay? So when you lose your car key, what you got to do is you got to go to the dealership, okay? So far, it doesn't sound such a bad deal, right? And they've got to make you Well, I think problem key. A is... You're locked out of your car. You can't turn it on. I'm locked out of my car, so I can't drive it to yeah, the dealership. Get to the... Okay, but so you're this already is... getting towed right there. Yeah, you're already in it for a freaking tow, and for what? You just lost a car. You lost your keys. Okay, and here's the thing. Okay, I started calling up to find out what I could do. The first person I called up was a locksmith, and he was very dismissive on the phone. Didn't want to talk to me. Just you know. He says, call the dealership. So I call up a dealership. I called up the closest dealership. I'm figuring I could walk over. The guy at the dealership tells me, he says, okay. He says, yeah, we could make a key for your car, right? And he says, this is what I need from you. I need your ID. I need your registration. I need your proof of ownership. I need you this thing. I need you that thing. I need all of these other fucking documents, right? And I'm like, uh, the documents are in the car. Yeah, okay. Well, what make and model a car. So I tell him. And he says, we don't have the key here. Why not? He says, because we don't. I says, can you order it? He says, no, not really. He says, that sort of stuff. He says, you know, get a big fucking song and dance. Okay. So who's got it? So I'm on the phone for the next 45 minutes calling up dealerships to find out if they've got a freaking damn copy of my freaking car key. And the one freaking dealership that I find is 150 miles away from me. So my towing charges just went up substantially. So I tell the guy the situation, right? And he's like, uh-huh. Yeah, well, we got the key here. What we could conceivably do for you is we could open the car and then we can get the papers and so forth. But the car is going to obviously have to be there. And I got to prove all of this stuff. And they're very specific on what they want. So, if you're a fucking tourist in the United States, and yeah, you're with your you car, thinking. If you're a tourist, you're down. You're fucked. You're royally fucked. Because unless your fucking paperwork matches up 100% with our fucking paperwork over here, you're fucked. Just get that straight, okay? I mean, we do things in this freaking country, every car has a title, okay? So if you don't have something that looks like a fucking title, you're fucked, all right? All right. $60 for the key, 
Plus, there's going to be a charge, he tells me, to program the freaking key. Plus, I got to bring the key down there. Plus, I'm going to have to pay them to fucking open my car door. I'm like sitting back for one lost fucking key. I'm looking at anywhere between 500 to 800 fucking damn dollars. Okay? And I can't go to an ordinary mechanic. It's got to go to the fucking dealership. And dealerships always charge a premium for everything. Plus, it's also going to depend who's the fucking asshole at the dealership, right? Because you know they're going to grab you for an extra couple of hundred bucks there if they can. Because you're screwed. you got nowhere else to go. Well, I got fucking lucky, okay? Because I decided, you know, to give one more chance. Someone told me about a locksmith, you know, and a particular one. I called up this guy. And he was, you know... I wouldn't say dismissive, but he you could tell he was really freaking busy. I mean, this guy must be in a good business running around this. So I had to wait three and a half, four hours for him to show up, and he showed up in the middle of the night, okay? And that's the thing. Like, I mean, you got a guy who breaks into your car in the middle of the night? Yes, I did, okay? Nine o'clock at night. someone too. I don't care. I just need to get into my fucking car, right? He comes to my car, and he's out there for a good half hour. He gets into my car with inside of two minutes, okay? Boom, 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 pops the lock, okay? And that's something else, too, okay? If it was a car made pre-1990s, okay, you know what I would have done? I would have gotten a fucking coat hanger, popped the lock, and went in it, right? End of argument. He gets in there. He's there for about a good half hour, okay? And finally, he comes back with the key made and starts my car. And he says to me like this, your car does, your key does not have a microchip in it. He says, otherwise, he says, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I got lucky. I had a, one of the few freaking damn cars that doesn't have a microchip in it. No, my car is not a 90s car. But it is a slightly older car. You see, I'm very careful when it comes to freaking technology, especially when it comes to my car. Because I'm old school. The only person who fucking drives my car is me. I don't want a fucking computer driving my car. Okay? I'm in control. This is my vehicle. Now, my nightmare, by the way, wasn't over yet. Because, you see, I've got a really old school anti-theft system for my car. This is the United States. Yes, cars get stolen and all that. What I have on my car is a device that literally goes inside the freaking damn steering wheel. It has a big stick that sticks out the other side, and it makes it impossible to steer the freaking car, and you lock it with a key. And of course, guess where that key was? With the rest of the keys. With the rest of the keys. He tells me, he says, I can't open that. He says, that's an entirely different thing. He says, but the good news is, he says, you'll be able to cut it off. With enough effort. (laughs) Well, it could have been worse because I was like, oh my God, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to have to use a freaking hacksaw. The hacksaw is not going to fit in the steering wheel. This is going to be a freaking damn nightmare. But as it would turn out, my next door neighbor had an angle grinder, a battery operated angle grinder, and I literally drained two freaking battery packs cutting through this thing. It should have just got, but it's an anti-theft device, right? So it's designed to be hard to cut through. It's designed to be hard to cut through. Like, I mean, you know, for the amount of time I was cutting through it, you'd think that the pipe on it was like something like this. But no, it was only about that freaking thick. And it still took me about a good 10 minutes to get through the thing. Okay. But bang, it came off. So total cost to me, $150 for this guy to come down and give me a key to my car. Plus, it's going to cost me another 
roughly 50 bucks to get the freaking lock to put on my steering wheel again. But this time I'm smart. I'm buying one that's got a combination on it. Just don't forget the fucking combination, right? And it, it's, it was just one of these fucking things. And what pissed me off is because when I sat down, I finally had sat down, I had a cup of coffee. I was like, okay, this, this fucking this nightmare. This mess is over. This mess is over. And I remember when I first got my license and I got an older car. It was a car from the 80s. It was a 1984 Buick. And I remember being out with my friends, right? You had a car and whatnot. And one thing led to another. Oh, well, I remember what happened. The key to get into my car broke off in the lock. So there was no way to get into my freaking damn car. And in those days, I used to have a second set of keys, but I was nowhere near that second set of keys. All right, I was a fair distance out. Okay, I was in another town, several hundred freaking miles away. I was with friends. You know the situation, right? Especially when you're a young guy like that. You're out there partying, okay? So I called. I, I, the first thing I did was I had to get into my car. And yes, I just use a coat hanger. And it was a bit of a freaking nightmare because, you know, uh, the locks had gone from, you know, the old-fashioned kind that you just popped up like that. You could just squeeze it under and pop up. You know, yes, I like cars. I know about these things. So my father, in, in aspect, had it really easy to, you know, the kind that slide back and forth. So you have to get down inside the side of the door frame. You got a hook. You got to pull. You got you to gotta really wiggle this thing, okay? So I got inside my car, and I realized suddenly that would have done me any fucking good one way or another, because let's be downright honest, I don't have the key to start the fucking engine at this point. But I didn't panic. I did not fucking panic. I'm the son of a mechanic, okay? So it was no big deal. I went up underneath the dashboard, and 20 minutes later, I managed to get the wires out from the freaking damn ignition. Boom. I hot-wired my own car. It's my car, right? It's my freaking car. And I got to where I was going. I was staying with some friends. And the next freaking damn morning, I drove my car to a locksmith. So I avoided the locksmith charge of having to come out. You get it? Yeah. All of that stuff. The locksmith goes to my car. And of course, the piece was no longer inside the freaking damn lock. I guess it got lost somewhere along the way. And he didn't have any difficulties or any problems whatsoever. He went over to my glove box because there was a key. Uh, the, the same lock. Did you all just, thing. like, giving him the spare key? I didn't have the spare key with me. I had to drive a hell of a distance to get the spare key. So otherwise I would so have So you still that. hadn't come home at this point. Here. I still hadn't come home. I was with friends. So he just took the lock. He went inside the shop. He sat there, did whatever it is that locksmiths do. He found out what the code was, made a key, okay? And I was good to go again. I went back to my friend's place and I rewired my car, okay? You can't do that today. You can't do that today. Oh, gosh, no. And despite all of these anti-theft systems, people steal fucking cars. They still steal them with these anti-theft systems, right? And which is the reason why I favor the old school approach. Because if somebody's going to look at my car and they want to steal it, okay? And yes, I drive older vehicles because I don't like all of the freaking technology in newer cars. I really don't. And I really don't like the look 
of most modern cars, okay? They, 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 they're plastic. also a less tempting target to steal. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a less tempting target to steal, but at the same time, because of the way my car is slightly older, and because of the fact that, uh, you know, they're going to joyride in the freaking damn car, and I, I, I run a greater risk of people are going to take my freaking damn car, go drag racing with it, and smash it up or set fire to it. You know what I mean? That's what they do with, with any vehicle, you know, that's not the newest and the, the most modern, okay? So... I go back to the old school and I put that big fucking steering wheel lock on it. And what happens is, is they take a look at my freaking car. Because you got to think like a fucking thief. They take a look at my car and they go, well, fuck, move on to somebody else who's easier to get, right? Why stand here? Because, of course, you're going to need a fucking angle grinder to cut through the damn thing, right? So, so you'd maybe be an asshole to do it faster if you took, like, a chunk out of the actual steering wheel. Yeah, yeah you'd probably be faster if you cut the fucking steering wheel. You know, but I got to thinking about all of that. And I thought to myself, now, who does this fucking technology freaking benefit? Okay. And, and here's where this thing becomes part of this podcast and it ties everything together here. Okay. Who does the fucking technology benefit? Well, you want to say the freaking consumer, but it doesn't because people still steal Steel fucking cars. cars. And if you drive in a brand new car, it's a bloody attractive fucking target for any would-be car thief, right? You think these bastards don't know how to deactivate your car alarm? Yeah, they do. They know it better than anybody else, right? No, totally. The only person in that scenario with the chip in the freaking damn key that's going to win is the fucking corporation that made the freaking car in the first place. Because, like I said, I'd be looking at anywhere between 600 or more freaking damn dollars. And there's no way the key costs that much to make. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It should not be a fucking nightmare to get a fucking key made for your car. Just because you got locked. People get locked out of their cars every day. Just think about how much fucking money these corporations are getting just because you lose the fucking key to your car. It's easier to get into your fucking house if you get freaking locked out. Think about it. And even if they don't fucking steal your car, they do steal the pots off your freaking car because people are stealing catalytics now. Yep. Right? Economy's going down, catalytics theft. Back. Well, they're in for a shock when they get to my fucking car, okay? No fucking catalytic on my car. You know that. Yeah, I'm going to get fucking hate mail. Oh, you hate the environment, clean air, and all that. Blow it out your ass. Okay? Let me tell you something. My carbon footprint is small because as he will attest to i take my bicycle pretty much everywhere i go if it's under five miles that's the reason why your car keys going missing is probably such a big deal yeah because i don't i mean had you dropped them in the garbage like that day and you drive daily you would i would have noticed it i would have noticed it just been able to fish them out of the garbage but i would have noticed it but let's be downright honest i'm not in a nine to five job where i have to freaking commute every damn day it could have been easily a week since you threw it out. It could have been a week since I had thrown it out. And when I did take the catalytic off my car, which is sitting in my freaking damn closet, just in case some freaking wingnut freaking politician decides to institute a program where you got to bring your fucking car in every six weeks or six months or whatever it is to make sure that it's tested to freaking damn clean air bullshit, I'm going to put the blooming catalytic back on my car, drive it there, get the clean bill, Drive home, take it off. 
and I, I'm, and, I, and I've heard the bullshit back and forth. Well, yeah, you farm through the vehicle goes. You know what? I have not noticed with the catalytic on or off that I'm using up any more gas than I did before, and I've shown no freaking loss whatsoever in performance. Okay. I don't know uh, why that would even cause the loss, uh, gain or loss of performance having the uh, catalytic on. Well, what are you gonna say? What I mean, think about it. It's on the exhaust line, so that's where your car is venting out gases. Yeah. If anything, the only thing that's going to happen is your catalytic is limiting the outflow of air. Well, there's, you know, unspent gas exhausts, and I'm a big favor of recycling as much of the un, you know, the unused, because you know it doesn't always burn. Yeah, but if you got an engine that's designed to do that, it'll do that long before. It long before it gets to the catalytic, yeah. So really, the truth is, there's not much coming out, if anything, coming out of it in the beginning, because all freaking cars since like 1985 have had an exhaust gas recirculator. They literally fire, put it back into the pistons so that you fire off more of it. It burns clean. And I did still have to freaking damn screw around with my car in order for it to stop giving me the freaking damn check engine light that my catalytic is, the official error code is my catalytic is below threshold. Yeah, well, no shit, Sherlock, it ain't there. <laughs> so I had to fuck with it and I had to get into the whole firmware of the car in order to deactivate that feature. And that was a fucking nightmare. I mean, I spent over a week figuring out how to do it. It's just one of those things. And on that note, there is an anti-theft device from the manufacturer on my car. It just happens not to be a chip inside the freaking key. And so uh, I'm now driving around with a freaking security light on my freaking dashboard. That won't go out because of this. But I don't care. My car starts up and I'm going. But really... I think the problem that a lot of people don't understand, I mean, you know, you listen to, especially the young guys, you see them all over Reddit, right? There's this belief that technology is the future, that we're all going to go to fucking Mars, we're all going to go to the freaking Bloomingdown moon and all these places, and we're all going to become fucking Captain Kirk and have sex with the green girl, right? Yeah. I weren't. Well, I, the problem with going to space is you're so freaking dependent on somebody else. Yeah, Earth. I won't trust it. You still depend it on Earth. You go to Mars. Stop and consider this for a moment. Imagine okay? this. You get sent by NASA to go to Mars. And all of a sudden they decided to fire you. Good luck. <laughs> Boy, you're in shit. <laughs> well, also, think about it. When you go to fucking Mars, do you know what kind of fucking government you're going to have there? Oh, fucking absolute control totalitarian total totalitarian freaking government and they can fucking do with you whatever they fucking they want uh-huh you don't freaking kiss my ass and tell me it tastes like ice cream bang no way up for you yep let's be honest and personally okay i'm such a fucking pragmatic person what the fuck is on mars that's so fucking interesting you want to look at fucking rocks we got fucking rocks all over here you want to find fucking life? There's fucking life all over here. We still, to this day, find species that we never knew fucking existed. Right? Yep. Hey, hey. You'll impress me more if you build a fucking bloomin' darn scuba diving suit that can survive 
extreme pressures go down to the bottom of the fucking Marianas Trench. Okay? And film that for me. I would actually find that kind of interesting. What kind of freaking damn sightless fish are down there? Or whatever species. You know what I mean? That I would find interesting. Why wouldn't I? There's life here. This is a beautiful fucking planet, you assholes. But you still see these jerks. Oh, we gotta go to the moon. It's all about survival of the human race. Let me think about this straight. How long has the human race been on the planet? Do you want to go with evolution and the atheist theory? Or do you want to go with the freaking Blumendarn, uh, you know, the Bible thumper theory? Either way, it's a long time. I mean, if you go with human evolution... Really, let's be honest. Where do we have the highest chance of survival regardless? Yeah. No matter what happens, we have the highest chance of survival here. Yeah. There's liquid water. There's the right gravity. There's an atmosphere. Yep. And I'm going to be a fatalist. Like, I mean... I mean, if you're going to go to Mars and live in a completely enclosed environment, you can go live on here and freaking live in a completely enclosed environment. Yeah, that's right. You no matter go... how freaking toxic and shithole the freaking outside world becomes. There you go. There you go. There you go. You want to go fucking someplace that's like Mars? This is what I suggest. You go out to the fucking Nevada desert. Right? Build yourself a fucking damn dome. Okay? Change your name to fucking Logan. Well, yeah, I mean... I see where this is going. Change your name to fucking Logan. Get yourself a freaking damn girlfriend. Call her Jessica Five. Okay? And then wall up for the next couple of hundred freaking years. Okay? And see how that works out for you. You can have all your fucking damn AIs ruin your life and whatever it is. You know, go fucking do that. But, really, when you think about it, okay, this is the problem. You see, technology may indeed be fucking wonderful and fantastic, and it may be the secret to the future. And one freaking damn day, we're going to go out into the fucking stars and have sex with fucking Klingons and freaking blooming darn Wookiees, and we'll have fucking Cylons wiping our asses or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? We may one day have all that because of technology. Okay. Or it's more fucking likely that what we're going to have is a problem where the old power structures, and that is humans, are going to get a hold of the fucking technology, and they're going to use it to fuck us over. And the more the fucking technology becomes advanced, like the fucking chip on my freaking, on, on your freaking car key, the well, more they're going to be able to fuck it. They're constantly like... I don't mean to pick on Gen Z. I understand Gen Z. Okay, I mean, I fuck Gen Z, okay? I mean, they, they, yeah, well, this is just it. You have your dick in them, okay? You start to figure stills, okay? You start to talk, you get to know them, you figure out their habits, whatnot. And the girls are doing better than the freaking damn boys. Not that I'm fucking boys, I'm just fucking the girls, but I have Gen Z, so about, look, I'm going off on a tangent here. But you see them, they sit there all day. You try to talk to them. They're literally just in front of their fucking phone. Okay? And congratulations. You just gave your fucking brain to a fucking corporation. Yep. Can you imagine that? Your, your whole fucking attention and everything is in this. I mean, you're staring at this. And, and I say this to young men all the time. And I, I hate to be this kind of fucking rude and crude. It's like, dude... You're looking at tits on your fucking phone. 
Oh, that makes absolutely no sense. When Do you see the fucking tits that are right there in front of you? You're drooling at the tits on the fucking phone. Okay? Why don't you talk to the fucking girl that's actually got the tits? And they're just like, uh, it's because you've given your brain. It's not that you're scared. It's that you're uncomfortable. There is a fucking difference. Scared is what I can do to you if you enter my house at 3 o'clock in the fucking damn morning, okay? Without letting me know ahead of time. You break into my home at 3 o'clock in the morning, I will put the fear of fucking, screw putting the fear of God into you. I will put the fear of me into you, okay? You know what I mean? You'll put the fear of lead. <laughs> Actually, no, I use a baseball bat. I'm really old. Lead baseball bat. I'm old school. No, I never did like the aluminum bats. I like the, the good old-fashioned wood ones, you know? And it's like the fucking damn junkie that tried to steal my bicycle. Okay? You will come here and take your fucking beating. Okay? It was that simple. And that's that's all. That's that's the situation of it. And I'm going to say this. Have you ever heard of cyberpunk? It's a series yeah, of books. Yeah, I, 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 I am familiar with the concept. Okay. Well, it's a series of books. And they made a movie about... Uh, a cyberpunk movie, I think it was 95 with Kenny Reeves called Johnny Mnemonic, okay? And in the cyberpunk genre, okay, it's in the future and the corporations have a lot of power. The really only uh, real currency out there is information because humans continue to play the same stupid fucking games in the future, okay? Which is just politics and everybody trying to gain power over each other but one of the things they say in the cyberpunk universe is that low-tech defeats high-tech and you got to think about that for a second like back to my freaking car okay the fucking damn chip in the freaking key okay people can still steal cars people still steal cars on the other hand your giant stick on your steering wheel you know, I heard of one guy out in Europe who was stealing cars, and they never freaking damn could guess how he did it. What he did was he bought himself an old freaking tow truck, and he just put on one of those bicycle vests that you get to see at the night, and he would just drive up to the car that he wanted, and he would just pick it up and tow it away. He'd go back to his freaking damn garage and work on disabling whatever was in it at his leisure. So, really... That is as low fucking tech as it could be. He's not standing out there with a freaking app or a scanner or anything else. And he, he's, he, he doesn't have a mini freaking microwave modified to give an EMP wave to defeat the freaking thing. I mean, he just got himself, probably he could pick it up for about, I mean, because you can pick shit up if it's old enough and it's whatnot for next to nothing, like 500 bucks, boom, and he's running a successful freaking shop shop after that, you know. And they didn't catch the guy for five years, and they figured that he had stolen close to 3,000 freaking damn cars. Okay? Low-tech defeats high-tech. Okay? Think about it this way. You've got a freaking door. And I've seen these people, okay? I, I, I've got a neighbor up the street, okay? He's got a freaking damn door where you got to scan your freaking thumb to get inside the freaking house. Okay? And I'm thinking to myself, how would I defeat that freaking damn door lock? Magnet. Well, I could go through the window. Right? Magnet. Put thought... a magnet on the side of the uh, box that pulls up the locking lug. Well, well, I guess that's how you might defeat it. But I gain, I'm a fucking Neanderthal. 
and I got to thinking to myself, how long does it take for the police to get here? Right? Does he have one of those L-shaped doorknobs? Yeah. Get an old roll of film. I think paper fail, uh, the, um, like, negatives. Yeah. Slide that above the door, like, in a loop. Okay. Open it up when you're reached about the level of his door frame. Okay. Slide it over. It should go around the L shape of the, uh, doorknob. Then pull it up. Well, you want to hear how I would do it? This is how I would do it. I would calmly walk up to the freaking damn door. Okay? Honest. This is how I would do it. With something really big and heavy. I would kick the fucking damn door in. Bam. Run inside the place. I've got at least three to five freaking minutes before anybody shows up. Grab whatever I'm going to freaking grab. And let's be honest, okay? If you're breaking into somebody's home, you're not sitting there freaking damn surfing the internet on that fucking computer, right? No, you're grabbing the computer and you're running out of that. You're going to grab whatever looks freaking valuable. I mean, you're going to do it in a matter of seconds and you're out the damn door and you're gone. So much for your fucking luck. Think about it. You know, it ain't that freaking hard to do, okay? Low tech. One big thump. I mean, what's going to cost me for a 25-pound sledgehammer, okay? Next to Jack's shit, I can knock off houses all freaking damn day. Nobody's going to think twice of it. It, it, It's that simple. And the cyberpunk universe uh, universe really kind of draws that home. Low-tech is going to defeat high-tech. And it always will. Okay? It always fucking will. I mean, at the end of the day, I've come to the philosophy... What makes you strong is good. And whatever makes you weak is bad. bad. Strong means you are independent. You are in control of your own situation at all freaking damn times. You have skills. You have physical strength. You have a strong mind. Weak, you got to fucking depend on others. You participate in other people's stupid crap. Okay? Uh, You're easily gullible like i mean do you know how many fucking cars were probably sold on that fucking stupid chip in the freaking damn uh, key because people just don't question it what happens if i lose my fucking key yeah so that's the personal and that's kind of moralizing a little bit here too you know it's your fucking money by whatever fucking car yeah. you want. we were on that for a while yeah we were want to go into politics oh boy so what happened in the world of politics? There were several things that happened. Um, let's see. There's an idiot first family who doesn't know where to put secret documents. Oh, Biden's documents. Oh, God. You want to know what my opinion is on it? Oh, I know what mine is. What's yours? Okay, here's my opinion on it. A, I can fucking guarantee that my name, Hamilton Steele, is not anywhere in any of those documents. Because they're not in any of Biden's top secret documents or Trump's top secret documents, right? Because both of them are accused of the same thing. B, I'm pretty much going to go out on a limb that there's probably nothing in the Biden's top secret documents or Trump's top secret documents that have any impact or effect on me. Right? Zero. 
if I'm not being talked about, there's the, there's nothing there for me of interest, right? Okay. And C. I'm trying to figure out where you're trying to go with this. Hold on, hold on. And C. There's no way that any of those fucking top secret documents are going to put money in my pocket or get laid or defeat the problem with computer chips and fucking blooming down car keys. I mean, right? So, they don't talk about me, the documents. There's nothing of interest in those freaking damn documents to me. And those documents aren't making my life better in any freaking damn way. Right? Right. So why should I give a shit? Well, that's one thing, I suppose. Why should I give a shit? State, you know, governments have fucking top secret secrets. Well, gosh golly gee, Mr. Fucking Science, tell me something I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, who the hell is laundering their money? And what, you know, what I don't understand is this, okay? Hunter Biden has lost his laptop. He has lost guns. He's probably lost a few fucking hookers along the way somewhere too, okay? And he probably even lost his fucking prescription for, for, for chlamydia, okay? Ashley Biden has lost her freaking damn diary and possibly her virginity while in the shower with her father getting her hair sniffed, okay? And Joe Biden has lost top secret documents dating back to when he was the fucking vice president. What is with this fucking family and leaving shit all over the fucking place? Like... Well, I don't know. What kind of person leaves shit all over the place? I don't know. You fucking tell me. Because I sit back and I... Uh, you know, the kind that takes spoons and lighters with little rocks and then lights it up, heats it up, you know. Oh, and you mean... Gets... Oh, wait. No, 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 I'm talking about the kind who shoots it up. Uh, you know, either which way. So, that you know what, though? When you think about it, that makes fucking sense. That makes fucking sense. The fucking junkies. It's a family of fucking junkies. I mean, look at Joe Biden on camera. How he's freaking. How it would explain why one. It would explain why one minute who's he's absolutely coherent, and the next fucking moment you try to figure out what he's doing, he's shaking hands with invisible people. He's a or fucking. That video junkie. thing where people were saying it was fake because he didn't blink. Yeah, yeah, that that that's something that drugs could do to you. I could see that, and you and I, we've hobnobbed with some really wealthy people and I can honestly say there are a lot of fucking drugs floating around those people, okay? What is it with the always and drugs? Drugs and children. They get into some really fucking weird shit. Okay? Not all of them. Not all of them. But there is very much a large culture within that what we would classify as that top one percent of society and yeah they snort coke they do a lot of stuff on it they're, they're just some pretty so i i would sit back and say the people with all this fucking money you know to imagine that they're not doing it but yeah i, I could see that they're leaving their shit all over the place because they're fucking druggies that that makes sense to me I, you know i'm never thank you thank you i really appreciate it because it just didn't occur to me i am never gonna fucking look at the politicians the same because now in the back of my head, it's always going to be, you're just a fucking junkie. You know? And, and that makes sense. That makes total sense, the fucking junkies. That also makes sense why they're fucking so stupid as to play with fucking children. Oh, yeah, that's a worst thing. Okay? 
You know, when you go to, to Jeffrey Epstein... When you're Epstein, that rich and powerful, is it really that difficult for you to find an adult woman who looks the part? Well, you see, this is what I don't understand. Like, I mean, I look at this Ghislaine Maxwell, and I look at this Jeffrey Epstein, and the people that were his friends, that's some impressive fucking list. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Billy Goats, the guy who gave us the... You know, he's been there a few times, and he ended up divorced recently. And I've always said... If it wasn't for his money, I'd be reading about him as an incel. Because that's what he comes across as, is a fucking incel. And yes, take it from fucking pornographers. We've had a few incels so come through our door. I, I would not be surprised if he, he, yeah, he, he, he's, he's getting divorced over... Over, over, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I have no proof. I'm the first one. It's purely speculation. But in the back of my mind, I'm like... Yeah, you were there doing philanthropy. Yeah, yeah. What were you doing? Vaccinating mystical media? I, I, <laughs> I just look at these guys and I look at that fucking list and I say to myself like this, you know what? You could have fucking easily contacted us and we would get you legal age adults. I mean... We could find women, and we know a woman, she's 30 years old, and if you fucking looked at her, I mean, she's even got the braces, okay? She looks like she's 13 freaking years old, okay? But she's a 30-year-old woman. She's got a kid, okay? She's married, all right? And for the kind of money that you fuckers are throwing around, trust me, and you know who I'm talking about, right? She'll let you do whatever the it's fuck like you, you want, want, okay? But she's an adult, capable of making her own... So what's the fucking big deal? She'll pretend to be that freaking age for you, you know? So why would you... You've got so... This, this is the stupidity of these people. You've got all this fucking money and power. And you still got to chase after, after this? It, it, to me, it's just like... And we trust these people with the fucking nuclear codes. Let that fucking sink in, okay? We trust these people with our with our health, okay? Ah, oh. you you want to know why we keep paying more in fucking taxes? Because they're snorting it up their fucking noses. That's my personal. I get it now. Yeah. So back to the Biden documents. Do you know what I can say pisses me off about it all? There's only one fucking thing that pisses me off about it. As you know, some of the documents were stored in his garage next to his fucking Corvette. His Corvette Stingray. And that's what pisses me off. Not that the fucking documents were in his garage. I could give a shit less. Yeah, they're banning gas stoves. They're banning gas stoves. And the fucking Corvette Stingray. And he's got a fucking Corvette Stingray. And you fucking know that if they ban gasoline, the internal combustion engine, he's going to still get to drive his fucking damn Corvette. Yep. Oh, it's like drink freaking uh, sniffle panic. Yeah. We're all still going out and partying. They're still out partying, okay? Well, look at us. We got an offer. Oh, look, if it's too bad there for you, I'll send a plane and I'll come pick us up. They'd come and pick us up and we'd go to the... But we decided against that because we didn't want to be freaking blooming darn, you know, dependent on someone. But the point is, yeah, they were still partying. They were still having it. I mean, it, it's rules for you. It's not for them. I mean, you know, they don't give a shit. And that's, that's what got me out of the whole thing. He still, that's what pisses me off. It's the fucking Corvette, okay? It's a nice looking fucking car, okay? I like cars, okay? I would like to buy myself, okay? And I've been looking at the different cars out there. I've got, I've got my eyes set on a 1957 Chevy Bel Air, okay? But 
I'm reluctant to buy it because of all the fucking bullshit that's going on right now. Because if you look at it, well, you can't do this, you gotta do that. It's my fucking car. What's it to you? If I pay the freaking damn government's tax to keep the freaking roads, uh, you know, taken care of, why should it be any of your fucking concern, right? You're just finding ways to fuck people over. And on that note, I'm going to go into this about technology. Back in the 90s, and I sound like a fucking old man here, but the 90s weren't that freaking long ago, okay? There were freaking taxi cab companies that were taking ordinary freaking cars, gasoline cars. Oh, okay, okay yeah, yeah. And, and they, were, they were converting them over to natural gas. And natural gas, this is back to the gas stoves. Like, I mean, what kind of fucking morons are you banning fucking, you know, gas stoves? That's fucking natural gas. Do you know what happens when you burn natural gas, you fucking idiots? It's cleaner than releasing natural gas into the environment. Natural gas burns 110% cleanly. There's no freaking damn carbon emissions when you burn natural gas. It burns off completely. There's nothing left. Well, there's CO2. It's possibly in combustion, but you get the point. It is freaking clean. It's not it's like clean. toxic chemicals in it. All it's going to be cleaner than the fucking batteries on your electric vehicle. Because there's cobalt, there's lithium, there's a whole slew of it. Can you imagine what's going to fucking happen? Not to mention, not to mention. Imagine you have a freaking septic system. Like, one of the cleanest types of septic systems you can get, it produces natural gas yeah. off of your waste. Well, farmers do that with their fucking cows all the time. Exactly. And guess they, what? And guess what? Odds are, if you have that kind of septic system, you have installed in your home. A gas fucking stove to burn yeah. it off. Well, I, I, I've seen that. I was actually in a freaking damn house where the guy, you know, he was a farmer. He had cows. Yeah, I know. Cow farts are destroying the environment. Actually, burps. Burps, farts, whatever. Okay. I mean, oh, come on. You know, that's, you know, they'll make fun out of people who put red lights on their fucking balls to try to get their freaking damn testosterone levels up. But Wasn't then, there a trend a few years ago of suntanning your butthole? My point is they'll fucking bloom and laugh at shit like that. But then they believe... That, you know, a cow belching is causing a hole in the ozone. You know what I mean? So anyway, he would just gather up a bunch of his freaking cow shit, the stuff that he wasn't using for fertilizer or selling for fertilizer, and he used that cow shit in a... He, he kind of had a container out there. And he was using the natural gas off of that freaking damn cow shit for his stove and for his freaking damn lights in the house and for his refrigerator. He had... A gas-powered refrigerator. Interesting. And I thought that the gas lights, and they were modern gas lights. It's not like he had antiques on the ceiling or anything like that. The lighting inside the place was beautiful. And his carbon footprint was next to nothing. And he was going to go out and get one of the kits. Because you could buy the kit to convert your own car over yourself to natural gas. And... They're, they're less than $1,000. I think if you pay $1,000, you paid at the higher expensive end of it. And he was going to be doing that last time I saw him to hook it up to his car so that he could do it. And in those natural gas cars, there's literally a switch on your dashboard. Okay, You can go from natural gas to gasoline. So if you're driving down the road and you find yourself slowly running out of natural gas, so there isn't a gas station around, you just you don't even have to stop the car. You just flip the switch, and it goes over to your gas tank. And when you get to the next gas station, you could fill your car up with the gas. I mean, they had buses with these things 
powered by natural gas. And But they're determined and to push these freaking damn electric vehicles. And again, I'm going to say this is the technology because an electric car is an electronic I mean, car. At this point, with them ban- trying to ban freaking natural gas, I think the argument that you're doing something good for your environment has... Okay, there's still people who are going to push it, but it, it's officially dead. It, you know, it's... It's not about the environment. It's about getting the, them getting you to consume. They it's want about you to control. have an electric vehicle because they want you to buy new vehicles. The battery in a freaking electric vehicle has, at best, a 20-year lifespan. They invest in solar panels and freaking windmills because, equally, solar panels and windmills, they have a 20-year lifespan. These are not sustainable technologies. No, they Well, uh, here's this, okay? With all the chemicals that are Here's something that's going to blow your mind. What? You know the Chernobyl nuclear power plant? Do you know when they stopped using it? I don't know. Tell me. Early 2000s. Early 2000s. So they kept it going even after the meltdown, right? Right. Well, the power plant has multiple reactors. What they kept the other they, reactors at, going. Well, they blew gotcha. up one reactor. They put the giant dome on it. But the other reactors kept working. Well, as I was getting here, okay, I will say this much. Okay, first of all, shame on everybody who owns a fucking electric car for this reason. Because all the fucking minerals that are needed, the mining for that fucking Blumendine car... Is being mined not by on an industrial scale, what they call by on well, an industrial it's scale. Well, mi- mined industrially, it is not a clean fucking product. Yeah, but hold on, at least. Who are you kidding? Uh, okay, my argument is this: if you look at oil, and I go to a freaking damn offshore oil rig or someplace up in the Arctic, you know what I'm gonna find? Adults. Adult males doing Salary. a job. And they're getting paid a decent wage to doing it, okay? So for every fucking person who's screaming about a living decent wage, these guys are doing a hell of a job. It's a rotten fucking job, okay? Subarctic temperatures. But they are men who are working, and they're getting paid a wage. When you get into the fucking mining, like for lithium, cobalt, and the other stuff, now you're out into fucking, you know, areas of the world that are highly impoverished, and you don't see freaking giant machines. You see children. You see fucking desperate people that are down in it, that are mining this stuff for a few freaking nickels. And they got to get it for fucking nickels, because otherwise they'd never be able to sell the stuff to us. So you're supporting child labor. You're supporting desperation. You're trying to make other people even more freaking damn poor. Okay? Quite frankly, the end product is a freaking uh, public hazard. Every freaking person that I've ever... There was hurricanes down in Florida. Hold on. But every freaking person that I've ever seen and I've ever met with a freaking electric vehicle... Oh, they are full of themselves. They're full of themselves. Are there some that aren't? Yeah, the fucking morons who don't know any better. You're not doing something for the environment. You're doing something for your ego. You're doing it for your fucking self, okay? How about you do everyone a favor and add a freaking dick-sucking attachment underneath your steering wheel? Yeah, that's about it, yeah. I'm just sitting back and I'm looking at this whole freaking damn thing. And we were saying about Florida, and you're right on that because cars flooded. And... Well, let's let's hold on. Here, here's something I'm gonna think that's gonna shock the shit out of people. Okay, let's assume just just let's take some assumptions here. Okay, let's assume that the freaking battery for a freaking damn electric car is about 250 pounds. That that's a nice conservative yeah, I low think, I estimate. I think they're between 600, uh, uh, 1600 and uh, pounds. Okay. I'm just going to, okay, maybe you're right. I don't know. We should look at it. I'm just going to say 250 because 
it doesn't matter if it's because it's definitely not going to be less than two hundred and fifty pounds. Well, you talked about relatively heavy metal and things. You okay, but it's never going to be the battery's not going to be less than two hundred and fifty pounds. Okay, and it it, it explains it. They're they're most uh, undoubtedly they're heavier than that. All right, so a two hundred and fifty pound freaking damn battery off of an electric car. You've got lithium. You've got all these other freaking down, you know, metals, materials, and so forth in it. And lithium is extremely explosive. You remember that airplane? Highly reactive. Highly yeah. reactive. You remember that airplane that crashed uh, a few uh, years Malaysia ago? Airlines? Yeah, MH370. One of the things they were investigating was that they had lithium batteries in the cargo, and these were laptop batteries. Okay, and everybody goes, yeah, well, how many of them? Well, this is part of my point well, here. Well, it doesn't really matter how if, many, it's just But hold fire. on, if, if, hold on, if the battery on a freaking electric car is 250 pounds, all right? We're looking at four cars for 1,000 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. Now imagine 10,000 pounds, that's 40 cars, 10,000 pounds worth of lithium batteries all in one area, and... One of those batteries develops a crack, and it reacts. Do you want to be around anywhere close to when 10,000 pounds of lithium battery goes up? No, fuck no. Okay. It was like being next to a fireworks store with a fire. Fireworks store? Fireworks store? I mean, that's, that's like being, you know... Uh, that that's 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 a massive that's that's a small freaking battlefield nuke. It's well, lithium isn't that explosive. It's highly reactive, but it's not that explosive. It'll burn, but. Well, we've had tire fires. Okay, that burned for days. Can you imagine how bad this is? And then you imagine the freaking damn stuff that's going to go into the environment. So obviously, when they get these freaking damn batteries, they're gonna have to have a program of breaking down more chemicals, more There's this. There's already more chemicals that. in them because you have to freaking specially cool them and whatnot when you charge so them. So when the whole freaking thing up. is, they're creating a whole freaking damn industry just to dispose of these freaking damn batteries, and they're gonna have to use more fucking stuff from the environment, more chemicals, more everything to safely dispose of these freaking batteries. Otherwise. I mean, if you look at something, if all of a sudden everybody started driving freaking damn electric vehicles in the United States tomorrow, it won't be long before we're going to have a freaking damn storage facility, not with 10,000 freaking damn pounds worth of lithium batteries, but a million fucking pounds worth of damn batteries. Okay, just let that fucking sink in. If you were to count to a million, start now. And just count straight to a million. It would take you 11 days to count to that. Now imagine that many freaking damn batteries. Okay, because really, you know, the United States, well, over 300 million people. So it's not that freaking damn difficult to imagine a facility with a million freaking damn lithium batteries out of electric vehicles going up in smoke. Or the amount of freaking damn... And how would you even put that out? Because it reacts to water. You can't hose it down. How do you put it out? With, obviously, the only way you're going to put it out with is... Guess, with, is guess more with chemicals. What? More you, freaking chemicals. Either you let it burn out, or you freaking put more chemicals. Yep. I don't want to live anywhere near that. Yeah, no, Meanwhile, natural gas is a natural byproduct of our fucking dumps. 
Like if you've ever driven down the road and you see a big flame shooting up here. It's a byproduct of, of biological decay. That's it. Something Nature dies. makes it. Nature makes it. And yes, when you put a car and you convert it over to natural gas so that it can run natural gas, a gasoline engine, there will be a slight drop in performance. And there's a slight Although drop. Although that's typically not the case if you build it from the ground up for it. So my comment is it would be nothing with the current existing freaking damn infrastructure to simply stick a freaking natural gas tank next to the freaking gasoline tanks at every freaking gas station. It would be nothing to be able... I mean, here's your freaking damn bonus, okay? Somebody guy, Some guy drives into a freaking damn car, uh, into a mechanic's place, and he installs the freaking adapter on it, and then he does one step further. They get him a special... You've already saved the environment from having to build a whole new car from the ground up. Yeah, well, this is just it. You're keeping the cars out of freaking landfills. Okay? And they go the one step further. And I've seen this. I've seen freaking... Because, you know me, I love my freaking cars, right? I'm always saying that. But he takes one half of the freaking side of the freaking damn car. It's a gas tank, a standard freaking gas tank. It's just now a smaller gas tank. So he's gone from, I don't know, a... uh, let's say a 40-gallon gas tank down to a 20-gallon gas tank, so it takes up half the place, and they literally put all the attachments, everything else, on the other side of where the gas tank was. So they're literally kind of almost like side-by-side with each other, and you fill your gasoline on this side, you fill your freaking natural gas on the other side, okay? And these things aren't any more explosive. They know how to keep this stuff. If you can drive down the freaking highway with a tank of gasoline, and gasoline is incredibly explosive, Okay, if you could drive down the freaking highway with a lo- with that there and not have your car burst into flames like a bad Hollywood movie from the seventies, you could drive down the highway with a freaking and they do. They've got compressed natural gas cars out there, and I think you know. Well, well, also because of compressed natural gas, you're more of a risk of it blowing up because of pressure leak than it is actually fireball. Well, this is just because it. it's compressed. There's no compressed. there's no air in it. You need a it's compressed. certain air to gas ratio for it to probably burn. And to me, That's uh, this not present inside the to bottle. me this makes a lot more freaking sense because a you would have a transition period, b nobody has to lose their fucking car. Okay, it's that simple. Nobody's got to lose their car, and eventually you end up getting rid of it. if your if your goal is to get rid of gasoline completely. Eventually, that freaking natural gas tank ends up taking up the whole place underneath there, and everybody's got access to natural gas when they need it. But the gasoline would just be there. While the infrastructure is being developed over a 10-year period. Nice, reasonable, slow. Not suddenly turn in your fucking car and go fuck yourself. We were already and seeing how well that works. How, the many, reason, how many memes are going around? You got the freaking electric charging station and right next to it, diesel generator. Well, that's just it because what makes freaking damn electricity? Fossil fuels. My, my point of the matter is, okay, why they want this fucking damn technology is because they want to be able to turn your fucking car off on you wherever you go. See, I don't buy that because it, back to the thing with the computers, if they wanted to do it, they could do it with a current car. They could fucking rig it to do that. Yeah, well, they probably have this you seen... This is just fucking consumerism. They want well, you to consume. Okay, but have you looked at the freaking damn bullshit what they're saying? They want to have a fucking car that won't start unless you give a breathalyzer test. Yeah. They're coming to it. How long until... No, that, that, that's... There's places where, like, if you have a history of drunk driving, they literally... That's been for years. No, they want to make it lost so that every fucking car comes from the manufacturer with this installed in it. Oh, that's uh, very nice for people with auto brewery syndrome. Okay. I'm just saying, they're getting to this point. 
okay? Yes, they can man they've been able to manufacture this for years, but they've gotten the public condition to it, and then they're going to do shit where it's already installed in the freaking car. Can you imagine going down the freaking damn highway, and then all of a sudden a freaking cop just decides to pull you over, and your car just suddenly stops responding to your freaking handling or whatnot. It just goes over to the side of the road. And the doors fly open. The cop doesn't even have to ask anymore. Do you know how fast you were driving? He just gets it freaked from the fucking car. The car tells him on his computer and his thing. Because that's, you know, that's going to happen. I got a problem with that. I really do, okay? It's not that I'm a criminal. I got a problem with that much freaking... You know, it should not be that if you're a good person and you're a decent person, you've got nothing to worry about. I got a lot to worry about. I don't want that much control or power going into somebody's hand over my freaking life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That scares the shit out of me. Or how about the fact you've gone to work, you've come home, there's not a freaking damn problem, and suddenly you get a freaking notice that your car won't start the next day because you ran a freaking damn, you, you did a rolling stop at a stop sign, or you parked in an area that you shouldn't have parked at, or you parked too close to a freaking fire hydrant, you know? And they're sitting back there saying, no, you got to pay this bill now. And you're like, well, what the fuck? The car in fact, it'll probably do it to you. You're back too close to the fire hydrant, right? And when you go to get in your car and drive away, it's going to say automatically deducted from your bank account for this fine. Or you're going down the road. You got your freaking damn wife in the car and you're doing a few extra freaking damn miles an hour faster because she's in labor. Her water's broke, okay? The kid is starting to crown. And you're trying to get to the freaking hospital, so you've put a little bit extra gas on it, and the car suddenly starts to disable itself and says, you're going to have to pay this fine. No, it pulls you over. It's like, yeah, you got to wait for planes now, so you're going to be here in 30 minutes. And heaven forbid, if you should fucking have to evacuate, okay, the car's just going to disable your driving because your steering wheel isn't even attached in many of these cars to the fucking wheels. Okay, this is just it. It's an electric fucking damn thing. You're going like this with the steering wheel back and forth. The car's going to be doing its own fucking thing. Forget about the fact, too, that you're going to be driving past a freaking damn, uh, you know, a rest area on a highway that's going to say, would you like to order something? Tap yes or tap no or say yes or whatever. You know, that all of that bothers me. That all of that really bothers me. And I don't think we should have that. And I think that's what's going on with a lot of these people. It's about that fucking level of control. You know, I think we really have taken it to... To, to the bullshit. We've even tied Biden's fucking documents into this. He gets to keep a gas cut. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, do we go uh, to business or uh, do we go to porn? I think we've covered all the topics we need to cover for this week. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I think we definitely had a fucking rant here, haven't we? A serious fucking rant. But I think it needs to be said. And I think the biggest fucking problem is people stumble into stuff blindly and i'm an anarchist so you know i don't give a shit about your left versus right doctrines you know what i mean oh i'm a leftist because i believe in this or i'm a rightist because i believe in that to me it's just like one big fucking south park fucking skit where a bunch of idiots are standing around looking at each other going rabble 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 okay you're just fucking morons I look at it from an entirely different point of view, and I think it was George Carlin who said it best. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave off on this, okay? So I know you wanna do other stuff. It's a private club out there, and you ain't in it. 
And I think that's something that everybody needs to really get it around their fucking head. These people that are in control, these corporations and all that, they ain't your friends. They're not out here doing anything to benefit you. They don't care. They'll fucking rat you out. They'll sell you out. They'll, 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 they'll freaking damn whack you if you get in their way. These are the super psychopaths. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of the CEOs of these big, huge transnational corporations, career politicians, and serial killers all have the same personality type, and that is they're all fucking psychopaths. And we're now into a situation where I'm going to coin the phrase the super psychopath. These bastards are not enemies. I guarantee you Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Donald Trump, they're all buddy buddies at the end of the day. Okay, and they don't give a rat's fucking ass about you. You're just a freaking damn wheel in the machine to their end goal and what they want. And that is not a conspiracy theory. That is something that has been going on since the beginning of freaking human history. I mean, if you go all the way back to the freaking damn Egyptian, okay, and you look at the Jewish book of Exodus. Obviously, why did the Jews want to leave? Because Pharaoh was a fucking dick. And Moses was an asshole. He was one of them. So it's the same bullshit. Pelosi, Trump, politics, and all that. In the meanwhile, people get caught up and dragged into this. The solution is you're going to have to get strong. you got to get control of your own fucking life. And that requires discipline. It requires discipline, and it requires commitment. And you ain't going to get it staring at a fucking screen. And you're not even going to get it listening to my fucking podcast. you got to go out and you got to fucking do it for yourself. Anyway, there's that. I think we can wrap it up here. Yep. Till next time.